This is Michael Blackstone with Lee Talk Radio, and today we are uh, super privileged to have uh, Chris Jones, who is the Lee County Commissioner of Revenue, with us. Chris, welcome to our program. And uh, Chris, for those that don't know you in the county, um, tell us a little about yourself and uh, so we can get to know you. Sure. Well, thanks for having me, Michael. Uh, it's, a, it's a great privilege to be here with you today. Um, for those that don't know me a little about myself, I'm a lifelong resident of Lee County. Lived here my whole life, a 1997 graduate of uh, Lee High School. I graduated from Mountain Empire Community College in 2002 with a certificate of real estate studies. Um, I'm a certified residential real estate appraiser and uh, also have a certified assessment evaluator um, designation from the International Association of Assessing Officers. Um, I've been in my current position now for uh, 10 years and uh, midway through my third term. Awesome. And uh, and just in mentioning that, so your terms are four years. You are you are an elected uh, position in in the county, um, and the uh, that's a constitutional elected office, is it not? That's correct. Uh, we're one of five uh, constitutional offices. Um, you know that's elected by the uh, local body to serve the county. Uh, the other four being the treasurer, the sheriff. Commonwealth Attorney and the Circuit Court Clerk. Um, we all have a four-year term, except for the Circuit Court Clerk. They have an eight-year term. So the other four constitutionals um, have four-year terms. And the next election will be for our offices will be in November of 2023. Awesome. So so tell us uh, tell us a little about the Office of Commissioner of Revenue. I mean, when... When we hear that term, what does that mean? What what things does your office handle for uh, citizens of Lee County? And and then also is uh, is there? Uh, you just said that there is a another constitutional office, which is the treasurer. So um, a lot of folks might think that it's all one in the same. Obviously, that's separate. So tell us how your office interacts with that one and and what it means. Because when we say treasurer, revenue, all these things mean money. And uh, so how is how is that managed? Give us a little insight on that. Sure. Well, um, in most localities, there is a commissioner and a treasurer in Virginia. There are a handful that have a director of finance, which that's all housed in one office. But uh, by and large, the vast, vast majority uh, set up um, their government with the constitutional officers, and it provides checks and balances somewhat uh, in the same regard that you wouldn't want the sheriff to necessarily be the prosecutor if you were arrested. Right. Um, this provides checks and balances where we are the assessing officer. We uh, assign the values to property. Um, you know, we update the tax roll based on records that are recorded in the clerk's office. We pick up building permits to go out and assess property from the building inspector's office. And then the treasurer's job, they are tasked with collection of the tax that's generated. And that tax is generated by multiplying our assessments by the tax rates that are set by the Board of Supervisors. So it's kind of a three-pronged uh, equation that uh, kind of goes into generating those tax bills. But essentially, we're the assessors and the t uh, treasurer's office is the collectors of the taxes. Gotcha. So what, what are some of the... Uh rundown of some of the uh, functions, 
features, benefits of your office, let's say? Sure. Um, yeah, we, we have a lot of duties that, um, you know, that we're charged with, uh, uh, you know, carrying out for the county. Um, we also have a lot of state responsibilities, reports and things like that, that we uh, get, you know, to, to put together and compile for them. It even goes into uh, school funding and all of that based on our records. So uh, it, it really is a pretty, uh, um, pretty gargantuan task when you consider there's only myself and four others in our office, what all comes out of there. Um, but, you know, some of the things that, you know, we uh, work on quite regularly um, on an everyday basis really are, you know, updating property records. We get deeds, wills, things of that nature from the clerk's office to update the tax rolls. Um, you know, we uh, download our personal property information. All of that comes from the DMV. Uh, so that's how the personal property bills are generated uh, from, from that information. So um, we work with multiple agencies um, like the Virginia Department of Taxation, um, getting reports, sales tax reports from them, from the county, because uh, a lot of people don't realize that, but when you pay the 5% uh, sales tax or 5.3%, 1% of that revenue actually comes back to Lee County. So uh, when you shop at Walmart, try to shop the one in Jonesville if <laughs> you can, because we, we do get a piece of that uh, piece of that pie. So there's a lot of things like that that we're uh, prescribed with our office. Um, we actually uh, are a volunteer income tax assistance site um, every year. Um, it's not prescribed by state code or anything like that, that we do it. Uh, but just as a service to our county, um, we offer that service where we provide uh, income tax uh, preparation for free uh, for individuals. Um, you know, they can come in and we'll file it for, for free and electronically uh, send that off and, and all of that. So, um, you know, that seems to be a, a pretty well-received service that we provide. And we've actually obtained... Um, grants uh, for our service in doing that over the last three or four years that uh, we've updated our computer systems, monitors, printers, things of that nature um, through this grant program, uh, through the income tax um, assistance site, and we've been able to update all that at essentially no cost to the county. So uh, that's something that I feel is a pretty pretty positive thing for our now, office. Now, are you, are you saying that um, and I, I'm just in a mental block, but are you saying that you provide the same services in tax preparation that I could go to a, an H&R Block type of a company and, and have an electronic filing done? Is that, is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, we, we stay, kind of the lane that we stay in are simple income tax returns. We're not trained like CPAs, so we don't do any type of business income tax returns, anything like that, but just your simple like W-2 type forms, um, you know, we can file that for people and we do that, you know, absolutely free. Gotcha. That's awesome. And, and, uh, definitely something to know because, uh, I don't know how many people know that those services are, are actually available through your office. So is the, uh, um, any, uh, the, the people that, four people that are in your office besides yourself, are they, um, are any of them specifically trained as, um, as CPAs or as accountants or what kind of special education do they have in this? Uh, well, the, uh, the Commissioner's Association of Virginia, they have uh, their own, um, uh, I guess you would say it's an education program 
that uh, everyone in my office is enrolled in. Uh, I have completed it and uh, considered a master commissioner of the revenue. Uh, my chief deputy, Robin Blakemore, she's been there uh, at the office for many, many years. Uh, she's uh, obtained her master certification and also uh, Jamie Garrett, uh, he's obtained his master certification. Two of my employees uh, just started back in January, uh, but they're enrolled and are currently taking um, taking the courses and um, are doing quite well in that regard. So uh, I try to really stress the importance of education and um, you know always trying to better yourself to to serve our county in the best way possible. So so Chris, and just in speaking of that, you've got a a special I don't know if it's a certification or if that's the right word, but you've got a special. Uh, classification certification where you as a commissioner of revenue are the only one in the state that has that um so tell me what that is and and what that means for uh people in our community being as uh as you're the only guy that's got that in out of all of the the commissioner revenue offices and stuff i think that's a, a great um asset and resource but what is it Okay, yeah, uh, that's the uh, Certified Assessment Evaluator designation uh, through IAAO. And uh, what that essentially is, that's the, um, it's the highest possible designation that's kind of recognized in the world of property assessment. Um, and at this time, um, I think ever, I'm the, uh, the first commissioner uh, to have ever um, achieved that designation. Um, there are a few... Uh, big offices like in cities that they have property assessment offices and there's some folks in those offices that, that hold that designation but uh, as far as being a commissioner of the revenue I'm to my knowledge the only only one that's ever held that title. And so so to just a uh, general general public uh, the basic what does that mean for me? That means what what you are an expert at yeah, uh, it pretty much when you achieve that, you have to have uh, so many years of uh, experience in the uh, assessment or appraisal field. You also have to take um, a series of courses that are about um, six or eight courses that are essentially like a college semester that they condense down into a week. So it's a pretty intensive um, uh, curriculum that you take. Uh, there are also uh, two tests that you must pass when you uh, complete all the curriculum, and uh, it's a um, you know it's a pretty uh, pretty big undertaking. It's why there's not a lot of them, uh, I <laughs> guess. Uh, I think uh, the closest ones uh, located to to here are I think there's a couple around Knoxville and maybe around uh, Blacksburg, the New River Valley, that area. I, I don't even think there's one in the Tri Cities. Uh, that I'm that I'm aware of. So this would be mean uh, in just plain English. If if somebody needs, you know your stuff about getting the property appraised, the ways of going about it, and valuation of stuff, and and uh, appointing the proper taxes to it, and things like that. You can really dissect it down for somebody that needs that help. Well, you know, I'm pretty uh, pretty well versed in in how the the methods of uh, of doing the property assessment and everything, conducting that is. However, like we're currently going through a uh, general reassessment and every six years uh, we're prescribed by law to conduct a general reassessment of all the property. 
in the in the county, and the state requires that um, if the county were to not do that, then they would actually withhold state funding uh, to the locality. So um, uh, that is required. Now, uh, the board of supervisors—they're actually the the entity that hires that assessment firm. My office is tasked with maintaining that assessment role and um, updating it through like new construction, demolitions, things of that nature within that six-year period. But we, um, by law, have to use the rates and, um, and things like that that are left by the reassessment company. We've, uh, I've known you for uh, a good solid six years, um, Chris. You have put a friendly face on a an office that, quite honestly, anything to do with uh, with money, finance, and taxes scares people, or or we're just leery of it. Um, but you put a friendly face on the commissioner of revenues office in position. So, tell me how you did that, and and kind of what's your what's your philosophy? You're an elected person, but you're also charged with uh, with specific duties. Um, how have you put that friendly face and maintain that in, uh, um, some of your viewpoints of, of this? Sure. Well, you know, I've just kind of approached it that, um, kind of like, you know, I've always heard my whole life is, uh, I just try to treat people the way I would want to be treated. I know there's, uh, there's certain, um, you know, uh, standards and laws and uh, codes that, uh, I have to adhere to and, and, you know, administering the, uh, the job, but uh, at the same time, you know, you can, you know, sort of, you know, talk to people in a, in a way, you know, don't talk down to people, you know, try to hear their concerns. And if you can help them, you know, try to in any way that you can, that's, you know, legally permissible. And if you can't, you know, at least explain why you can't. And most of the time, most people are pretty receptive to that. You know, they just want to be heard. And um, I think if you approach it, you know, from that way, if I was on the other side of the counter, how would I want to be treated? Um, that that seems to go go a long way. Well, you've done a fantastic job, and you know we appreciate that. Last thing before um, we uh, end this interview is you have a website and a way that uh, the general public can uh, communicate with you. So tell us uh, what the website is and what's the best way for people to initiate communication uh, with you. Uh, maybe even though we're not in the, I mean, we're still in the middle of COVID, but some of the, re, the, the mandated restrictions are, are down. So uh, are there any problems with that in communication? And then uh, briefly, what are some of the features on the website that, that maybe uh, you're proud to have there that uh, people can resource that may not know that they're even on the site? Um, so tell us about that. Sure. Uh, yeah, you can visit our website at leecor.org. And uh, when you go there, uh, you'll find several tabs. It's loaded with information. Um, we have property search features. We have um, our tax maps that are currently there are digitized versions of the old paper maps that, that overlay aerial photography. Uh, we have that there currently. Uh, those are not the most up-to-date maps because we're uh, currently developing a GIS system that we hope uh, will be ready to, to launch hopefully within the next year. And I think a lot of people will really uh, find that uh, uh, 
really a wealth of information and uh, and updated you know quite a bit from our current maps that are available. Um, you can also find out information about all of our tax relief programs uh, on the website. We have tax relief uh, uh, programs for 100% uh, disabled veterans that are 100% service connected disabled veterans. There's tax relief programs for the elderly and disabled. Uh, so you know if you feel like you or or some of your uh, relatives or friends may may qualify for some of that you know be sure to go on there and kind of get that information or or give us a call anytime uh, we're um, you know open and happy to happy to assist everyone in any way we can um, we do have a little different uh, uh, office hours than most other offices in the courthouse uh, we're open 8 30 to 4 30 uh, every day but Thursday and on Thursdays uh, we're actually open until 6 30 we just uh, do that year-round in order to try to be as accessible and, and help people as much as we can because I know sometimes if you're working 9 to 5, you can't get there between 8.30 and 4.30. So uh, uh, we, we do offer that. Uh, so we're open to 6.30 on on Thursdays. But, um, yeah, just feel free to go to the site, and that's leecor.org. You can reach us at any time. At, uh, our phone number is uh, 346-7722. And uh, Chris, uh, one last thing. The, tomorrow is the 1st of October. Is there any dates uh, that are attached to any of your uh, um, your areas that the general public needs to know about? Any filing dates or things like that that are, sure. that are coming up? Uh, well, the big one coming up, um, it's going to be, and some people are still not quite used to it, um, but last year, the Board of Supervisors moved the tax due date from December 5th to October 31st. So that's going to be quickly approaching um, your real estate, personal property uh, bills. Those are going to be due um, here in a month, October 31st. Uh, I think that falls on a Sunday, so you'll actually have until the 1st, November 1st this year because of the way the, um, the dates fall. But, um, but that'll be coming up pretty soon. And then around the first of the year, we'll be mailing out um, – if. I spoke to the tax relief program earlier. We'll be mailing out our tax relief letters. Once you get on our list, we uh, we mail those out to you annually, and we do need those signed and turned back in, you know, before we can grant the relief. Uh, so that's that's coming up, and then we'll have income tax season. We'll begin February first, and you know, it just goes from there. So the biggest the biggest date everybody needs to be aware of is uh, October thirty first for personal property tax and uh and real estate property tax okay Mm -hmm. good and that was that was moved from used to be what december 5th did you say yeah it was december 5th until last year was the first year that it was moved uh up to to october 31st okay so people need to pay attention to your mailboxes get those uh get those tax uh notices and and get that stuff taken care of chris it's been really great uh talking to you hopefully we can have you back and uh Keep updated with uh, various things that's going on. As I guess, once again, uh, if you have any questions or people have any questions, go to leecor.org. And uh, thank you for the job that you do. All right. Thank you so much for having me. All right.